I'm Dr. Michael Detola. And I'm Megan Strong. There's a group of men that has to fight for their right to floss? That and more on today's Chairside Live. Welcome to episode 25 of Chairside Live, the silver anniversary. Please, no gifts. Mm -hmm. Megan, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you very much. We've got an interesting case of the week for you this week where an adult patient of mine who finished her orthodontic treatment had her orthodontist make some retainers for her that she did not like the look of at all. So I want to show you what I made for her instead. But before we get to that, let's go ahead and go to a segment we call Your Man. This week's viewer mail comes from Dr. Marshall Horowitz, and he says, Hey guys, I just watched the latest Chairside Live, the Halloween edition. I cannot believe that impression for the case of the week. This cannot be for real. How do you guys work with those types of impressions? Uh, well, Marshall, thank you so much uh, for writing in to us. And yes, that uh, was for real. Um, and the reason we picked that was because it was kind of the scariest impression I could find on, on five minutes notice. I don't want to give you the idea uh, that many of the impressions come in look exactly like that. Most of our dentists take definitely better impressions than that. But uh, an impression really to be an ideal impression has to have the margin represented 360 degrees around the tooth itself. And to say what percent of the impressions we get have the margin clearly represented all the way around, well, that number drops a, a little bit lower. You know, it's not that many, maybe 15 to 20 percent that actually have that represented. And how do we work with these kind of impressions? Well, you, you saw what we did last week. We, we called the doctor and said, this is gonna be impossible to work with. Can you please take another one for us? And the doctor went back and took another one that was uh, of a much uh, better quality, much higher quality than that first one that he took. So whether the patient was able to hold still a little more or they had an extra assistant or got better isolation, the doctor was able to recover and get a great impression for us. We try to work with as many dentists as we can in their impressions and not have to go back and have them bring the patient back in and reanesthetize and pack cord and take another impression. But there's certainly times like that where we do have to go in. And Dr. Horowitz, I've actually seen some of your impressions before and they are, are very impressive and you take excellent impressions and uh, set a great example uh, for the rest of us trying to maintain that same high degree of quality. So thank you very much for your uh, letter. You will get an autographed picture of Megan and I, whether you want it or not. <laughs> and now let's go to Megan and the news. A group of New York prisoners filed a $500 million lawsuit last month demanding access to dental floss. While regulations vary around the country, the responding officials said they had to consider security issues. The security concern arises over a long history of floss-related violence in jails and jailbreaks. The lead plaintiff said the jail was violating inmates' federally protected civil rights by denying them access to dental floss, while knowing that cavities will result without it. The deputy commissioner said the jail is not required to supply floss and that it poses security concerns. The jail did, however, supply floss loops, designed to be a harmless alternative, but the lawsuit has not been dropped. Wow, that's amazing. You know that the reason this lawsuit was filed was because they wanted dental floss to do something violent with. Right. Because there's no other group of men on the planet uh, who want <laughs> to floss. And if anything, uh, you would have a large group of American males who would file a $500 million lawsuit 
because of the fact that they're being asked to floss by the hygienist mm -hmm. and by their wife. And so uh, we'd file a lawsuit not to have to floss. And meanwhile, these inmates are filing it because they want floss. I've never seen men mm -mm. want floss like this. In fact, anytime uh, we offer floss threaders to a patient who just got like a three unit bridge, we just know they're, they're not going to use it. Right, and it's so interesting because when I was researching for the story, they were talking about the long history of cases of violence, and you would not believe how many cases there are of inmates ex escaping jail right. by creating like a rope to jump the prison wall. Right. Um, they, they did actually a Mythbusters where they tried to see, okay, is it actually myth? Can you file through prison bars with the floss and they determine that it is plausible. Wow. With enough time and effort and hours going at it, you really can. Wow. And so there's been tons of incidences of, of inmates using it as a weapon, escaping with it. It's unbelievable, actually. I'll tell you right now, you give me a bar of soap about this much dental floss and a cap from a ballpoint pen, and I'll kill all four of the production <laughs> crew within about five minutes. Uh, anything else? Yes. A recent study found that head and neck cancer patients with radiation-induced xerostomia treated with acupuncture reported a decrease in dry mouth and improved individual symptoms. They measured the symptoms using Shermer strips, which measure the, the amount of saliva in the mouth. They also used a quality of life questionnaire. Researchers said that the acupuncture patients showed a quick response, which was sustained over several weeks. The researchers do not believe the improvements were due to a placebo effect. That's pretty amazing. Um, xerostomia is something when your mouth gets really dry that happens right. on anybody who's going through uh, head and neck cancer therapy. And oftentimes we have to go in and fix um, uh, everything that's wrong with their mouth because when the saliva stops flowing, decay just starts growing everywhere. In fact, my, my grandmother had something mm -hmm. called Sjogren's uh, syndrome where her mouth dried out and she just started growing decay everywhere. Mm -hmm. And in the last couple of years of her life, she lost most of her teeth. and. Uh, traditionally, the only solutions have been like artificial saliva. So you literally will go to a pharmacy and buy artificial saliva wow. that you squirt uh, into your mouth uh, before you eat to lubricate it so it'll go down your throat mm -hmm. and you uh, won't choke on it. It's either that or have somebody very close to you spit into your mouth on a regular basis. But if this acupuncture actually works, whether it's placebo effect or not, uh, that's a big deal. And the next patient I see undergoing this uh, type of treatment who has xerostomia, I think I'm going to suggest to them mm -hmm. that they might want to consider uh, acupuncture because there's no reason really not to try it. I Why don't not think. give it a shot? Sure. Exactly. All right. Thank you, Megan. Now let's go ahead and take a look at the case of the week. For this week's case of the week, I actually thought I would use one of my own cases, and I just grabbed one because. Uh, I just wanted you to see this product if you haven't seen it before because it kind of represents a different way to do something we've been doing for a long time. This is an adult patient who recently uh, finished ortho. Uh, the result is not uh, perfect with the anterior open bite, but uh, she grew tired of having the braces on. I think is happy where she is now. Uh, anyway, had the retainer, a typical holly with a metal wire going across uh, the front of those anterior teeth and didn't like how that looked and asked if we could do anything else. So here at the lab, this is a product called ClearLock and you can see that it's you know, what I used to call like an S6 retainer, for example. It's a couple thermoformed hard splints that sit down uh, over the teeth and keep them from moving. It's similar to what uh, the Invisalign system uses as a permanent retainer uh, at the end of treatment. And we make these here 
at Glidewell. And so there's nothing super unique about uh, these types of retainers in and of themselves. It's more uh, interesting how they're actually made. And it's another one of the products here at the lab that has become a CAD CAM product. And so let me show you how we uh, typically make these restorations because it does tell an interesting CAD CAM story. And so when you take an impression and send it in, we take the original stone model that you see here and we pour it up. So we receive hopefully a uh, polyvinyl siloxane impression from you, especially if it's being sent from the East Coast, really anywhere being sent overnight. We're going to have better luck with polyvinyl or an alginate substitute than we would uh, with a regular alginate. And when we get the impression, we pour it up and then we take the stone model and we scan it. And so once we scan the model, we actually keep that scan in our system in our cloud and we keep it for you indefinitely. And then what we do is using a 3D printer, we digitally print a duplicate model that's the same as the stone model here. And then we're gonna go ahead and block out any undercuts uh, as you see here. And then we're gonna thermoform right on top of that. And then we go ahead and cut that out and you can see how we take into consideration the uh, gingival margins as we take that burr around on that printed model. And you might ask, well, why would you go to all the trouble uh, of pouring a stone model and scanning it and then printing another model? And the reason we do that is because we can keep this, as you saw, it gets damaged at the end, but we have this scan in our system indefinitely. So if you have a patient that you've done uh, clear lock retainers for and they happen to lose their retainers, and we do these in multiple sets, by the way, so when we do the thermoforming, uh, you actually have your choice. If you do a single arch like this, we'll send you three of these. And if you do an upper and lower, we'll send you three of the uppers and three of the lowers as well, which is nice uh, because we can produce them quickly. And so the patient actually has a couple different sets of these. So if they happen to lose one, they always have a backup. But let's say they lose uh, all three of them. All you have to do, the patient gives you a phone call, you give us a phone call, and we simply print another one of these models because we have the patient's original model that we scanned into the system and we keep that for you uh, for life. And so anytime you need a new um, appliance, a new clear like appliance, we can make one for you. In fact, since we're able to print this model, we could actually make an occlusal guard for you if you wanted to have an occlusal guard made on this. So the neat thing about the clear lock is because this is our CAD CAM product in the thermal forming department, once we've scanned these models and we have them, anytime you want an appliance, we can print one of these models uh, and make an appliance for you and send it back and then the patient can just come pick it up. Now hopefully they're still wearing their clear locks because obviously if they don't wear uh, the clear locks and then they want some more two years later, well, uh, the scanned model that we have probably doesn't match what's in their mouth. But as long as they've been good about wearing the clear lock retainers, this model will continue to be accurate for any other uh, appliance that you may want to have made. So this again is a, a very nice high quality model that came from uh, a good impression. And if we look, sometimes I just grabbed a couple of models that we saw in the department. And unfortunately, we get models that are not probably as clean uh, as they should be. I can see some distortion here on that central incisor. And as we look around, we can see some other kind of noise on the second molar and kind of on the first molar as well, too. You know, this was an alginate that was wrapped in a paper towel and was sent to us from uh, Virginia. And by the time the baggie gets to us, even though the Ziploc is sealed and it was in a wet towel, um, the towel is completely dried out and we don't know how much distortion there's been. You know, depending on the appliance, it still may fit 
or may not fit. But we really do like, if you don't want to use a full price polyvinyl siloxane, you can use one of the alginate substitutes, which are a cheap polyvinyl siloxane, but much more dimensionally stable uh, than an alginate would be. And you can see here's another example on a lower model of just a lot of noise and voids and bubbles and things that were taken with the impression and then sent to us. And so when we scan this, we don't hold out a lot of hope for being able to make an accurate restoration and we get the feeling that we probably don't need to scan this model in because it's not going to be accurate anyway. But when we see those nice clean models come into the laboratory, uh, we scan them and we'll keep those on file for you and your patient uh, indefinitely so that if they need more clear lock retainers or any other appliance, we might be able to make it for them. And one last case from the thermoforming department. This is a doctor who um, just had our, our typical hard soft splint made. This is a hard uh, outer splint with a soft inner layer. This is definitely our most popular um, occlusal guard that we make. But uh, we had a dentist uh, ask, call me the other day and ask me what about patients who want to wear it uh, during the daytime? Is there something that's a little better than that? And uh, we do have uh, a daytime splint that I wanted to show you. And it's called the daytime splint. Let me raise that pin. And as you can see, it's a lower splint and uh, makes it a lot less apparent than the one that's on the upper. And it also doesn't cover the lower anterior teeth, helping a little bit with phonetics. And so it provides support in the posterior. It's not a full coverage splint, so it's a little easier to wear during the day. Uh, and of course, we would have the patient wear the full splint at night as soon as they leave work so we don't get any super eruption of those teeth by having all of them covered uh, and in contact. And so the day splint is also one of the Astron splints. And if you remember this material, we, we've talked about this before. This is the one that's thermally active. And so we can heat this up in a bowl of hot water and then it'll literally twist into a pretzel if we want it to, and then it goes back to its um, original shape. So one of the nice things about the Astron material is if the patient, uh, say, doesn't wear the daytime splint for a couple of months and then wants to start wearing it again because they're having some pain, uh, you can heat it up uh, in that hot bowl of water, just microwave it for you know 30 or 40 seconds, depending on your microwave. Uh, put the Astron in for a minute or two, take it out and ensure it's not too hot, and then. Uh, because of the fact it will now be flexible, get it down onto the patient's teeth and then have them bite into it again. And a lot of times I've been able to save splints where had it been a full hard splint, I don't think there would have been any way I could have got it back down onto the patient's teeth. So that's one of the nice benefits of the Astron and the day splint. That about wraps it up for this edition of Chairside Live. On behalf of myself, Megan, and everybody here at the laboratory, I want to thank you for your time and your continued commitment to quality dentistry. We'll see you next time. Like on the uh, Halloween edition, right. on the frame, that's for that one. Or at the very beginning, when you go to the very beginning before you start it, like on the QuickTime file, as I get ready to talk, Megan's eyes are so closed. She, she has no idea when I'm awesome. gonna start talking. <laughs> kind of like right there, and I just realized how unfair right. it was. It's like right when we started talking, her eyes opened. Uh, it's like it's right at the beginning. Bing. I mean, awkward. She was in sleep, she was in sleep. I was just asleep for a second. No. Oh, you wore it before, here? No. Oh. I just have it.